Welcome to the Spiritual Father Podcast. I am Father Adam Carrico, and this homily was recorded on December 9th for the second Sunday of Advent, 11 a.m. Mass at St. Patrick Catholic Church, Louisville, Kentucky. The readings can be found at usccb.org forward slash Bible forward slash readings. There you also find links to listen to the readings and watch video reflections on the readings. I encourage you to check those out. Thank you for listening. Enjoy. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight the way of the Lord. The wild man, John the Baptist, out in the wilderness, he is calling the people of Israel and Judah uh, to repentance, to prepare their, their lives and their hearts, to prepare in any way that they can for the coming of Jesus Christ. And so he is, he is calling them to, to look intently at, at their lives and what they have done and, and the direction in which they are headed and to prepare a new path, to prepare a new way uh, for Christ to come into their lives. He speaks of the valleys being filled in and the mountains being brought low. He speaks of the windy road becoming straight and, and smooth so that the, literally there is no uh, hindrance for the coming of Christ. Make straight the way of the Lord. Prepare the way of the Lord. We have, as both our society and every uh, civilization before, have increasingly um, wondrous uh, engineering feats. We get better and better at doing pretty marvelous things, and I can only imagine what we may see in the years, the decades, the century to come. We uh, have access to reason. We have access to be able to figure things out, to look at the world, the problems presented to us, and negotiate those problems to figure out a solution in somewhat uh, difficult situations at times. Uh, it, all the way back to, um, to the pyramids, for one, uh, to uh, Rome, the roads, the, the bridges, the aqueducts, uh, all of these great architectural and engineering feats that they were able to accomplish, uh, accomplishments that they were making at the time of, of Jesus. And in our modern day, of course, uh, I think of, of three examples I'd want to uh, touch upon. Uh, the Intercontinental Railroad, uh, the, uh, the channel, the, the tunnel underneath the English Channel, and then finally, uh, the bridges built in our own, uh, in our own city. In each of these projects, uh, not only is a modern marvel in and of itself uh, an example of our ability to engineer and to figure things out, they also are pretty amazing because they began on both ends. They began on both ends. So whether or not they started on opposite sides of the continent, opposite sides of a river, or opposite sides of another large body of water, they began in two different places, and through the trials and tribulations that they were presented, the innumerable calculations that need to be made, they were able to come together at one point. They were able to begin these projects and bring them together in an amazing kind of way, complete that, uh, that, that connection to, to bring them together. A lot could be said for the reality that it is our consistent God, a God whose universe 
uh, entails that 2 plus 2 will always equal 4, no matter what. 2 plus 2 will always equal 4. It is that basis in which we are able, through our intellect and reasoning, uh, to bring these points together. That's a whole another homily right there. So if we'll just leave it for now. We'll probably pick it up again at some point. But we are pretty good at making things happen. My, uh, we are pretty good at making stuff happen. My trainer, she has a different way of saying that. Uh, I'm not going to say it here uh, because I am a public person in a public place. But we get, we're pretty good at making stuff happen. And uh, we can become uh, a little conceited, I think, in that. We look around and we see our ability as a society and perhaps even individuals. There are people here, I am certain, with that kind of knowledge to bring these uh, projects together in that kind of way. There are many powerful people sitting here in this room, people who are, are able to get stuff done. Me, I have a few people that will listen to me, will do what I ask them to do. Um, the deacon, for one, will almost always do what I ask him to do, but they're only one of them. Uh, the choir would do what I ask them to do, but, you know, they're singing. And the last couple of masses, I've had the servers do this, but I'm going to do something different because I asked two little, two young ladies to serve. No, I'm looking at you. Come here. <laughs> Come. No, no. You said no once. You only get one. If I, if I have to come back and request a third thing, you're not going to like it. So one of you stand here, and would the other one come over here? Okay. That's probably far enough. Now stick your hands out and touch your fingers together. Walk towards one another and touch your fingers together. Go on. Just walk towards one another. You get out on stage and do all kinds of silly stuff. Go on, just walk towards one another and make your fingers touch. There we go. See, look at that. Look at the, the ability of them to do that. Now go back to your spots. Look how nervous they are. Close your eyes. Spin around. Again. again. Okay, stop. Now do it again. Don't open your eyes. Touch your fingers together. Boom. It didn't really work that time, did it? Okay, thank you both. You sit down. Thank them for their courage, their willingness to... So why did I do that? One, because I can. And two, because we think we get a lot of stuff done. We think we can rely on what we can do, who we are, and the position that we have. But ultimately, there are connections, a point bringing two points together that we, on our own, are not able to do. We are hindered either by blindness or dizziness or, or a, a priest's bizarre instructions, whatever it is. We are, we are inhibited from making the connection as much as we might desire to make that connection. So, let's bring up another biblical passage. We thumb through Genesis and we find the Tower of Babel. Now, the Tower of Babel, I mentioned the pyramids at the beginning, a, a, a marvel of engineering. The Tower of Babel, uh, most, it, it's kind of like the idea of a pyramid. 
So many cultures have that kind of, of architecture, kind of building up towards the sky. And so if you think of the Tower of Babel, almost like a really big pyramid. And Genesis tells us, we don't have to believe it literally, but Genesis tells us that they were working on this, this pyramid, this structure, with the, the prideful and arrogant idea that they could connect heaven and earth. They could build something so large, so magnificent, so perfect, that it would make a connection between heaven and earth. Well, it's impossible. One, because God just doesn't hang around in the clouds. That's the Greek gods, not, not our God. Uh, our God is amongst us. But also because it's just simply impossible. We can't build a structure like that. And so it collapsed and, and that cataclysmic event sent the people out into all the world speaking different uh, languages. So there's that meaning to the parable, to the story, uh, the different languages, but also the hubris, the, the pride of thinking that we as human beings can begin this project of connecting heaven and earth. And yet, the wild man in the desert tells us to prepare the way of the Lord. How in the world are we going to do that? Sounds like an awful, awful lot of work. Sounds like, well, impossible. Most days I have trouble getting out of bed. I don't know about you all. But it's not going to happen. We can never, like the people of Babel, we are never able to make that connection. We are given four weeks, two candles burning. We are given four weeks where we are told to prepare the way of the Lord. And so, what are we to do once we begin to really recognize our inadequacy, our inability to complete this project that each of our hearts long to fulfill? How? are we to prepare the way of the Lord? Perhaps we're not the engineers. Perhaps we're not the ones who figure out how to make this happen. Perhaps instead, we're just simply the landlord. We open the gate. We let in Christ, the divine engineer, to do the work. We simply invite the hills and the valleys of our hearts, the scars and the wounds that prevent us from feeling and experiencing that connection need healing. They need to be leveled out so that our Lord and Savior can traverse them without difficulty. But we ourselves cannot fill in those wounds or heal those scars without Christ, the divine physician the physician, the engineer. He is the one. God made man. Not something that we could ever make happen ourselves. God had to become human because human is never on our own becoming divine. God's the one, ultimately, who makes these paths straight, who works this marvelous project in each of our hearts, to make straight the way of the Lord. And so as we travel through the rest of Advent, 
Let us not be too prideful. Let us not look only at what we are to do, but instead, perhaps, open the door. Open the door so that Christ himself can prepare the way in which only he is capable of preparing. As John the Baptist said, prepare the way of the Lord. enjoyed this homily and have gained something from it. For more from Spiritual Father, please visit spiritualfather.org where you will find other homilies, blog articles, social media posts, as well as links to various projects. Thank you for the support. May our Lord and Savior bless you this day and every day to come.